everyone. Welcome to another blessed, beautiful episode of the Wisdom of Wise Women podcast. I am your host. My name is Chris Dieter Casey. I am the co-creator of a healing collective called Resonance Restorative, and I call myself an original medicine healer, and I do that in lots of different ways. But today, the focus is not necessarily on my work, but on the work of a beloved other who is here as my honored guest today. I am joined by astrologer Carrie Gain. She is many things. Um, She's a sound healer. She is an astrologer. She's a spiritual mentor, and she is a deeply wise, sacred, embodied being. And I love and cherish her and my relationship with her very much, deeply. Um, I met Carrie (laughs) in such a very synchronous way, and um, the relationship started off as one thing, um and has completely shifted and become something bigger and more than I believe either of us could have imagined when we met. Um, But we have been on such a beautiful journey together and we have danced in so many intimate and vulnerable spaces together. And we are in the process of creating um, a a learning container for anybody who is interested in learning more about astrology and five key areas of their natal chart. This is the first pilot class that is being offered by the school that I just opened. It's called Original Medicine Healing School, and this is the heart of sky celestial wisdom um, that this school is 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 having to offer right now because we have this beautiful wonderful astrologer who is willing to teach us so if that's interesting to you carrie is going to riff a little bit about the nature of this class and how she set it up for us in this episode um, i'm going to link it out in the show notes so if this is something that you've been curious about for a long time i highly highly recommend coming to check it out if my voice resonates with you if especially if carrie's does i this is where you belong. Come and learn with us. It's going to be a beautiful, intimate learning container. And I'm so blessed and excited to bring this out into the world. And um, I know she is as well. Okay, so today's episode is all about um, this, the work that Carrie is doing and the work that she's doing to put together this class and what that's all about and how you can find out more. And then she's also going to free riff, because I put her on the spot, (laughs) about uh, the astrological forecast for um, the day that this show goes out. So February 22nd and um, the day that we recorded, which I believe was the 12th. So you can look back over those days or whenever you're finding this. If you're listening to it on Monday, you can kind of feel into it. But definitely do look back over those days in your life um, whenever you're finding it and see what might have resonated with these energies that were operating upon our planet at the time. Um, Carrie is going to be back next week because we had such a long, beautiful conversation. I wanted to 
to do it um, in honor of giving it a two-part episode. Um, so she's going to be back with us next week to hang out and talk about her origin story, talk about some of the other work that she does in the world. And, um, you know, we just kind of flow through a lot of really beautiful, resonant topics, just kind of like, you know, how guest episodes are. If you've been hanging out a little bit and you've heard some of the guest episodes, you know that they just come from this beautiful free flowing place and, I think that you'll be able to see that we very much have that synergy, she and I, and it's it's really special and sacred. And I have to say that um, I view Carrie as a mentor and somebody that I trust deeply. So I think all of that will really carry over. So I'm excited. <laughs> I can't stress enough how, how lucky I, I feel to have her on my show and how valuable I find her wisdom. So I'm going to wrap it up with me for, for for now. I'll see you in the outro. Please enjoy this beautiful presentation of Celestial Wisdom with the wonderful, wise Carrie Gain. Let's jam. Hi, Carrie. I'm so glad that you're here. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here too. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so glad that it's finally um, aligning and it's <laughs> an auspicious day as well. So I think we're blessed. Our audience is so blessed to have you. They don't even know how blessed they are to hear your wisdom, but they will. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I Yeah, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, yesterday was the new moon. So I thought it's a great time to kind of have this new piece going out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think a lot of people have been really feeling the the lunar energies, particularly that full moon in Leo, and then this this new moon in Aquarius that we just had has been like really stimulating to a lot of people. So um, I think our our your presence, what you do, is so going to be so helpful for people to kind of have some illumination around um, astrology and how planetary bodies are really working with our own bodies as almost constellations. That's kind of how I like to think about it sometimes. So this is so timely. So thanks so much again for being here. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. And um, yeah, hopefully I can live up to that hype, but we'll see where the conversation goes. Well, I already know that you do because I know you and I'm blessed to know you. And um, I guess I know, so we know that you're an astrologer. Can you tell us a little bit about what else you do, how you identify what your work in the world is at this moment? Um, at this moment, I think my areas of concentration that I'm really drawn to are astrology um, and then sound healing. And in particular, uh, I did several years of deep study into sound healing using tuning forks. Um, and really that is um, using them in a way that I haven't seen most other sound healers use them. Most of the time I see those sound healers are using uh, what we call a weighted fork, which is a tuning fork with a heavier, uh, like a ball on the end of it. And they'll use the tuning fork to actually touch parts of the body and um, work 
in that specific point of the body to kind of re-energize the flow. Um, and even physicians will use that. They can place, like if you have a broken ankle, they can place a weighted tuning fork on the ankle and um, the person will feel a lot of pain if that ankle is broken just from the way the vibration of the fork tries to move through the ankle and, and can't. Um, but the way I have been studying and learning is um, using unweighted forks and we really use them, a combination of several different forks in what we call like a, a code. So for instance, um, if I was working on you for one emotional issue, there may be three or four different forks for that particular issue. And as you lay on a massage table, I'm going to be combining those different forks together in kind of a symphony of sound. I'm not going to touch you at all, but I'm going to be playing those um, sounds to work in your energy field and kind of entrain your energy back into the healthy uh, vibration of the tone that the forks put out. So that was a long answer to, <laughs> um, to that topic, but that's one that, that I think needs a little bit of clarification because most people don't know they hear sound healing and they think of crystal bowls, they think of gongs, or they may think of tuning forks, but basically with the, someone using it on the body and that's not this. Um, but the, the results and the effects that we've seen with people with this type of tuning fork um, process have just been amazing. So that's one of my deepest passions in love is that um, like I said, the astrology and really helping people to garner that information um, within their own blueprint for that soul journey in this lifetime. Um, and then I also have done several years and are continuing to study and uh, advance into doing more spiritual counseling and coaching with people. And so I think that um, that's a learning process that takes many different skills that I have and combines them. Um, and, and that's an kind of still unfolding, but, um, and then I have always had a lifelong passion for art. So that, that is, I think, uh, <laughs> something that is kind of still unfolding where that'll fit in and I don't know that it would be so much working with individual clients although I've had some insights to how that could work but um, also maybe in more group offerings like um, you know publishing wise or whatever to be able to combine those spiritual messages and the artwork that I can bring to the table so yeah. So I've personally been on the receiving end on all of those. Um, and so what I'll say about the tuning forks is, whoa, um, I've done this with you several times for, for several different like blocks and issues. And every single time it is a completely unique experience. Um, and usually I, I experience some kind of 
like physical manifestation of a release. So a couple of times after we've done it, I've gotten like a cold or had something like that where my body just like pushed out toxins in that way. And then most recently when we did it, it really, it sent up a lot of agitated energy and really like pushed out this dissonant energy from, from somewhere really deep. And, and the poison was deep within that just kind of like came out in a rupture and then landed sort of in my auric field and was really, really dissonant. I could tell by how, when I was striking my drum, how dissonant it felt in my energy. And so it's such a powerful way to receive sound. And it's also really beautiful. Like it's a beautiful sound. Like it's not, um, it's so unique in that we don't, it's not really sounds that we come across in a, in a, in any kind of setting for the most part, unless you're a musician, right. And striking the tuning fork to tune your instrument, but we don't really come across this in like a yoga studio. People don't wake us from Shavasana this way. This is something that is, um, is not, nearly as widespread as some of the other modalities for sound healing. So it's such a powerful, beautiful, unique experience to have. So I absolutely love doing this and I love the way that you do it. Um, and I've also been on the receiving end of a weighted fork and that's a really, really interesting, but very somatically different process as well. Um, so I definitely, appreciate and value and highly recommend this this way of working with sound and being on the receiving end to heal the the mind body spirit dis disconnections or dissonance um and then with your like with astrology we we have worked together with this and you are going to be teaching at the school that i'm opening um, so if you want to, we can sort of jump into that for just a moment and you can talk about what this course is that you've put together for us and, you know, maybe why you chose these particular things and, um, why they're impactful and, and how they really lay a good foundational groundwork for understanding your personal natal chart. Sure. Well, we've, I think we've tried to set it up in a way that's user-friendly to people, whether they can attend the full mini series or not. Um, there'll be five classes in this series, and this is gonna be more of a foundational um, beginner level series. I don't know that you would have to be a beginner. You probably could get something out of it, even if you were a little bit more advanced, um, but I want it to be something that wasn't overly confusing or complicated um and if you you know we'll probably if you if you have an interest in astrology or you have an interest in um the way i like to think of it something that came to mind as an example would maybe be if you're some it well not if you're somebody but the experience that someone may have of they have symptoms that maybe are painful in the body or symptoms um, that are they experience that they really don't know what's happening this flares up this time this emotion comes up here this happens and we've all heard the story of the person that goes to the doctor and the doctors can't figure out what they're experiencing and so the person is like i know i i'm 
experiencing something, but nobody can give me a name for it. Nobody can put um, words to it or definition. And so I feel like I don't really have any discernment or I don't know how to treat it. And I think if you've never looked at your astrology chart, it's kind of like that feeling. Uh, you, it can be that feeling of going through through life and feeling like that in a way, like I have this symptom over here, you know, this thing really bothers me. That's a challenge for me. This seems to come really easily. I don't know why this pattern continues to repeat in my life. Why do these different things happen? Is it just that I'm at the mercy of life and I have no control over it? And the, the, one of the fundamental things that you see in working with your own chart and that I see in people's energy in their eyes when they, when I start talking to them about it and working with them about their chart is like, it's like the doctor gave you a definition or a, a diagnosis and you see, okay, this is, and I'm going to use my language for it. This is before I ever came into this lifetime I, I, my soul decided what type of journey it wanted to have, what kind of experiences it wanted to have, what kinds of lessons it wanted to work on, um, where it wanted to have some ease and some blessings and where it wanted to have some challenges, all for this bigger picture of kind of what I um, wanted to, to experience in this lifetime. And a lot of that experience may be inward experiences. It may not be, you know, I wanted to have this great big job here and I wanted to live in this state and I wanted to have this kind of relationship, but it it's what that soul wanted to go through in this lifetime. And so when you look at someone's natal chart, you can see, or their astrology chart, what we call their natal chart. So that's where all the, um, the planets and the luminaries and everything were set at the moment that they were born. That birth time was chosen by you. You know, before you came in, you said, I'm coming in at this specific moment in time. And the reason for that is because the planets are all lined up in this specific configuration. And so they're going to, they're going to, I'm going to have that imprint of energy from that moment when I was born. And that's really what you're looking at in a natal chart is that imprint of energy. Um, and it becomes like a blueprint for you. So throughout your lifetime, those energies are gonna continue to uh, spark and influence you. It, and that's not to say you don't have free will, nothing is set in stone, but these are gonna be the continuing influences. Uh, that show up. And so when someone knows that, they feel much more empowered in um, what they can do with that, how they can handle the energies and how they can use them from a point of empowerment and not from a point of being disempowered or challenged. Um, and everybody has their mix of blessings and challenges. So that's kind of the the 10,000 foot view. These classes will be looking at some beginning parts of that. 
Um, and so the first class will be just looking at the sun sign and what the sun's energy gives to all of us, what that, um, what that motivates within us and inspires within us and, and um, energetically provides us. And then we'll look at each person's um, sun sign. We'll look at where that falls in the elements and we'll look at different parts of that sun sign in, in uh, deeper ways and then how that shows up in a natal chart. And depending on where it shows up in the natal chart, what that means for you specifically and what your sun sign, where that falls, what that means for you specifically. So that would be one class just for the sun. And then we'll have another one just for the moon, um, one just for the ascendant, one just for the north and south node. And really those... It, the nodes are where we get into what the soul push is in this lifetime and what the, the soul really desires to step into as like a new territory to learn. And then the last class we'll get into Chiron, which is um, the wound. You know, we all come in with one area of our chart that's like the wound that we've brought in to work on in this lifetime. Um, and so I think that will give people, especially if they are able to attend all five classes, uh, a pretty good snapshot to begin with of some of these more um, influential energies in their own life. Um, and I didn't cover that, but the moon really deals with a lot of the emotional qualities, how you deal with emotions and feelings and intuition and creativity and that kind of stuff. And then the ascendant is more of your, um, how you show up in the world, how other people see you. It can also be the mask that you wear, especially as a young person until you kind of come more into your own. So you're looking at, um, you know, several different aspects of yourself and how those are playing out in your life and in your sense of who you are. And, um, and hopefully, you know, people will enjoy it. They'll get a lot of insight out of it. Um, I plan to bring up different people's charts into the class so that they can see uh, what we're talking about. And, um, you know, and then Eventually, hopefully, we'll go on to some more advanced series of classes where we get more into the houses and the um, configurations and aspects and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so that will start, I believe we're starting on March 14th. Yeah. And it'll be like every two weeks, there'll be a Sunday morning class for a couple of hours where we'll get together and get into all this great juicy stuff and <laughs> yes I'm gonna put you on the spot and ask you to riff on um, either or both the astrology that we are experiencing today which is February 12th we're recording on a Friday um, and additionally or the day that the show goes out which is the 22nd of February would you be willing to do that yeah I can I can see what we come up with let me let me take a look at these charts. Okay. 
Okay. So th there's a couple, well, I'll just, I'm going to have to jump back and forth, but one thing that I find really interesting, this is the first thing that caught my eye. So uh, for today's chart, we have quite a bit of energy all up in the eighth and ninth house. So that uh, to people that don't know about astrology, that means that a lot of the planets are all uh, falling in those two little slices of the pie, basically. It's really concentrated in those two areas. And the sun is in the ninth house. Uh, so the sun is falling in an area that's going to highlight philosophy, higher learning, um, spirituality. So this is a great day to be having this kind of conversation and talking about this because we're hitting on a lot of these principles and um, it's, it's contributing to that. When I jump over to the chart for the day that we're going to publish this, the sun has actually moved over to the 12th house, which is, um, and again, it's a, it's a big, <laughs> I can see you laughing. Uh, it's a big grouping of planets, this time more in the 11th and the 12th house, those two sections of the, the pie, but the sun falls in the 12th house. And that's the one where you're really is like, the house that deals with um, groups, but like very, very large groups. So like the internet, I would take, could be an example of that. Um, it's also the peer, it's also, um, how do I wanna say that? It's a house of, undoing so it may be anybody that listens to it on that particular day may be having a greater sense of like letting some past ideas uh, they had of themselves go i mean maybe the sparks an insight in them and they have a aha moment where it's a house that you can really it's either like you connect with the divine in a greater way and you get a sense of the bigger picture of life or or you don't and then it's kind of like your house of undoing where you continue to get tripped up in things that are false perceptions of yourself or your abilities or stuff like that and it's talking to greater groups and and bigger masses of people and so yeah, it seems like that would be a good house for that energy of this message to kind of be going out. That's supportive of that. Um, the other thing I see with that is that the sign of Venus is conjunct, which means it's right next to the sun in the 12th house. So hopefully, again, we're taking that day and I'm comparing it to the fact that this recording is going out on that day. So to put it in that perspective, hopefully this recording, besides maybe giving some insights and some aha, aha moments, hopefully is sending out that energy of love, um, of 
of compassion, of belonging, because those two energies are kind of, of the sun and Venus are kind of hand in hand working together. Um, let me go back to today's chart and look at a couple of things. We have quite a bit of energy right now in Aquarius. So we've got the sun, we've got Mercury, we've got Venus, we've got Jupiter, and we've got Saturn. So that's five different planets or luminaries that are in that um, concentration, that energy of Aquarius. So if you're somebody that is that knows that their sun sign is Aquarius or knows their moon or their ascendant is Aquarius, you're probably getting a lot of energetic uh, downloads or, you know, pushes and prompts and, and inner dialogue going on right now. Um, the other thing about Aquarius, and that's probably a great time for recording this is that Aquarius is kind of the out of the box thinker. Um, they're the one that's going to do it differently and is is unique um if you go into the that the deeper spiritual message behind aquarius it's that um or more of its ruler uranus you can go into that message that everybody has something to contribute and everybody you know belongs in, in a group, whether they're the teacher or the leader, um, that we all take turns in those different roles and that we're all there helping each other. And that on a soul level, we're all friends. Um, that, that sign Aquarius is a true believer in equality for everyone and a true believer in love for everybody. It may be um, a more, because it's an air sign, it may be a more detached love is how it may come across. Um, but it's a, it's a deep love of all. And so having all these planets in there in the eighth and ninth house would give me some hope. I think right now that I'm seeing more of that messaging out in the world that people are feeling that more. Um, it also is more of a, um, I want to say like a group consciousness. So yeah, I'm trying to look at what, let me, let me look at one other thing. So one of the things that I, I'm just going where I'm guided right now, one of the other things, and it's going to be the same today as it is um, two weeks from now, is that um, Chiron, and that's the, the wound that we all carry, these charts are going to show where that wound is in the, is being felt in the world today, I guess, is how you could say it or it's where the energy of that wound is right now. And then that's gonna affect how it hits you. Now I'm gonna use um, a partner as an example. I know that she has Chiron 
in Aries, no, she has it in Pisces, but it's in the sixth degree. And this is in the sixth degree. So she's probably going to feel that impact right now. It's going to, anybody that would have that Chiron in the sixth degree, or if they're going to have it in, like I have Aries and Chiron, I don't, you're going to be, I think, a different one. Um, they're going to feel that impact more today. But but basically, when you have Chiron and Aries, that wound is um, the wound of the, of self-identity, how you identify yourself in some form has experienced wounding. And so maybe people don't accept you for who you are, you know, especially with all this unique um, Aquarius energy. It could be that people are having these aha moments, wanting to step out of the box, wanting to move into um, maybe unconventional ways of thinking. And yet there's that wound to overcome that says, um, you know, how, how do I self-identify myself? Am I going to be, or people are going to reject me if I come out of the closet like that? Are they going to, you know, say, oh, you're strange if I view these or voice these beliefs? Um, and so that wound is one that we're all experiencing now. And it's at a, each sign has 30 degrees that it goes through. So this Chiron will go from number zero all the way to 29, and then it'll change signs. Right now it's only in number six. Yeah, all good, keep going. Um, another thing I see, and it's really a strong concentration right now. And um, so we've got four different planets that we call kind of a tight, most of them are in a tight conjunction, which means that they're all kind of butted up next to each other. Um, and so they're, they're, it's a stellum, that's another word we use, where that's a highly concentrated um, section of energy. And so these four planets are all in Aquarius right now. I, I talked about that a minute ago, but we're going to have Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn. And so all of those, the way Mercury is the way you communicate, I mean, for very, in very brief terms, Mercury is the way you communicate. Venus is what you value and the way you love. Uh, Jupiter is how you expand and uh start new cycles and then Saturn's going to be where you're disciplined and how you have structure. So all of those are in Aquarius and they have uh, like an irritation because they're challenged by Mars and Taurus. Now Mars is going to be a couple of things. It's a planet of action. It's also a planet of purification um, and it's a planet of uh, it's a fire a fire planet so you've got a fire planet in mars and it's in the sign of taurus which that sign 
is a, a grounding earth sign. Um, it's also that sign of self-worth. And so you've got all these other energies, all the Aquarius energies that are kind of irritating that Mars energy and saying, how do you value yourself? How do you, because it's purification, what do you say about yourself? And is that valuing yourself or devaluing yourself? How do you love and nurture yourself? And is that valuing or devaluing yourself? And how do you expand? And one of, there's a lot of ways to expand. How do you expand your thinking so you're not thinking the same thoughts you thought yesterday and the day before and the day before? How do you open up to new thoughts that maybe are that, you know, that uh, Aquarius is very quick, like, again, I keep saying, aha, like, oh, I never thought of it like that. Like, if you ever watched Oprah years ago, and she'd say, I love those aha moments where someone would say, I never thought of it like that. Well, Oprah was an Aquarius. That's her sun sign. And so she was, she was pivotal in kind of making that um, landscape in talk shows about giving people those aha moments, but she, that was completely suited to her energy is that she was bringing people those aha moments. And so you have a lot of that energy up here in this kind of spiritual, higher thinking, higher learning. It's also the, the house of the courts and of judges. So if you have something that you're trying to look at and balance out or come to a a judgment about or a um, reconciliation about something like that um, you may have this aha moment that completely takes you out of your thinking altogether and just has a deeper knowing um, the other thing with the other planet is saturn and saturn like I said, is all about structures. And one of the things when we go back to talking about all these different changes in the world that we're seeing right now, that Saturn is, um, it's, it's finally in Aquarius. It's been in Capricorn for a long time. And when, um, I'm sorry, I just said that wrong. Pluto is in Capricorn. Forget what I said about uh, Saturn and Aquarius, but Pluto is in Capricorn and you see the breakdown of structures when you see Pluto in Capricorn. What you see right now though, in looking at Saturn is that Saturn builds structures. So you, you're seeing the breakdown of these old structures and then you see Saturn in Aquarius, it's gonna be, bring structures that are very innovative. Another person, I believe he was an Aquarius, was Steve Jobs. And even if he wasn't, I know he had a strong theme of Aquarian energy in his chart. And he brought very innovative ways to use technology and stuff. And so that's an innovative structure to now have the internet and cell phones and stuff that we're not, you know, we didn't have before. And so 
if you think about what new kind of innovative structures can you have in your own life or within? And then again, do those value you? And maybe the question is, do they value you not only as the five sensory human being, but as that deeper, on a deeper soul level or deep, deeper spiritual level, do they, do those structures value you, the structures that you have in your life or that your world is built around? Um, do they bring value to you or do they devalue you? Are you, um, you know, and you can take that for however it applies to you. But so there's a lot of concentration right now. And the other part of that is be besides this kind of irritating energy set up that I talked about, you've got this blessing energy, which a lot of times we can see as a triangle in a natal chart, you've got like three points that make up three points of energy, which means like three different planets, one at each point, and they're all focusing this energy in a form of a triangle. And so you've got a container for this uh, blessing or this more more easy, graceful energy. And right now you see that between, well, you see, you see it between Pluto and Capricorn, and then you're going to see uh, Mars and Taurus. So like we, like I just talked about the breaking down and the, the transformation of old structures, the purification of the self-worth and and allowing new structures in and then the top of that triangle is neptune in pisces and so you've got neptune is is a lot of that memory of the divine memory of yourself as the divine um intuitive the ocean of consciousness um it's highly creative. And so you've got that, that ingredient in this kind of contain, container of energy too, that's gonna help you to, if you think of a triangle like the two bases, or you think of it as a pyramid, let's say as a pyramid, you look at those two bases of the pyramid, one point is Capricorn and Pluto, and you're disintegrating those old structures and transforming them. Then the other base point is building up, purifying and building up that self-worth. Then at that top of the period where you have more of that peak experience is where you're remembering that connection of the divine within you and you're in that flow of highly creative, highly intuitive uh, flow of consciousness that connects you to that greater connection of the whole where you're not feeling separate. You're not feeling like that lone island. You're, you're together. And so I know that was a more in-depth explanation, but that energy of today is kind of giving you that kind of contained pyramid of energy that's influencing everybody. 
um, and then how that, how you pick up that energy, how you experience that energy, how it impacts or connects with your natal chart is another question, but that's kind of the, the flavor of the day. Um, when I look at the chart for the day the podcast will go out, one nice thing is that the sun and the moon have a nice trine, which means that they're, they're in this case, they're the same, they're in the same element. So they're both water sign. So it's going to be um, a day that <laughs> you have the sun in Pisces, you'll have the moon in Cancer. The moon in Cancer is a very kind of homebody, let's stay at home, nurture, eat good food, be with the family, lay on the couch with a blanket, you know, it's all that kind of like, warm cozy feeling energy and then Pisces uh, with the sun and Pisces is going to be again kind of that um, energy of it's not it's more of a receptive passive energy so that may be a day that you just feel kind of you could feel creative, you could feel sleepy, you could feel probably a good day. You may have um, intuitive dreams that you remember, or maybe a good day for just doing a, a creative project or just resting. You know, when you have a lot of water, sometimes you don't have the get up and go that you have if you have a lot of fire energy on a day. Um, and I'm looking at what else we have here. Yeah. And it looks at least, you know, that that will shift during the day, but it's a lot of focus on kind of being self-motivated from the way that the, the chart is reading at the time that this goes out. So hopefully it'll be self-motivating or self-empowering or uplifting to people as they're listening to it. So I could go on and on, but I think that's probably enough for right now. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, oh, I just love, I love hearing that like the sun and the moon are gonna both be working in that water that watery space because I, I have a lot of water energy. So that will hopefully bode well for my, my being, my container, my, my body, all my bodies, all my different layers of my bodies. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. And that's really helpful. And again, like I just sat there with my hand over my heart, over some of the things that you're saying about, um, you know, self-identity, how are things serving me? How do I value myself? Right. Cause like, I think sometimes we get really caught up in like seeking validation that we forget that validation truly can only come from, from the sovereign, which is within. Um, and so, oh, this agitating energy is, it must, it must be like, I don't know if it's been going on for a little while, but I've definitely had this particular agitation in my life pretty strongly recently. So um, just another way that that this whole time 
period supports my experience and holds up a mirror for my experience. And I'm sure that there are so many people who are also saying, yes, same, you know, and I think that that's so beautiful. And I think to talk about our class again, like this is another really beautiful thing about um, any type of like group learning, of course, but like particularly with astrology, um, when you can kind of like learn about these things and see how how it manifests for you and then understand how it's manifesting for other people and then see those amazingly keen similarities that you have, you know, I think that that's a really special um, way to like bond with people or connect with people. Um, so I'm looking forward to how that's going to unfold, especially because you're going to use students charts as examples um, and help people like go deeper that way. And, and that's going to be really extraordinary, I think. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about it. So I'm looking forward to pulling in people's charts. Um, I don't know that I'll, that we'll get to everybody, everybody's on every sign, but we'll definitely get to everybody's at least a few times throughout the classes. Um, and I think you, that's the way I learned astrology. And I think I find it most helpful because just looking at the the charts themselves, when you see the difference in each person's, um, I think it just gives you a fuller understanding of how unique and how different these these setups can be. And then um, if people are open to it and they share a little bit about, you know, how it, how they feel, you know, if they find out what their moon sign is or they find out what their ascendant is, or they find out, you know, one of the other aspects and they, they say, oh, wow, you know, I definitely feel like that. Or because for every sign there's, we study what are the kind of, what are the uh, way you can experience that sign if you're in an empowered state or how do you experience it in a challenging state? And I mean, just through my own studies, you know, that is not, <laughs> that's definitely not set in stone. I can, I can feel the, be in the empowered, empowered state one day and in the challenge of it the next day and three days later back to the empowered and then fall back into the challenge. So it's definitely not set, but you know, if I know that my moon is in this particular sign and here are the kind of, if I'm feeling like this and I'm experiencing these, these things, then, you know, I'm working with that energy in a productive way and it's benefiting these. And if I have this moon and it's, I'm, I keep hitting the wall with and running into the same issue um, or feeling a lot of it's going to be feelings in this case with the moon. You know, if I keep hitting these feelings and I don't know how to come around it and how to get out of it, then, um, I have a better understanding by just knowing the challenges. Um, for instance, if someone has a lot of different planets in water in their chart, they're going to be, they're already going to be prone to 
to depression, not that they have depression or not that they have it all the time, but so much water, if you have it's like four more planets in water, you're just going to probably have um, depression that you deal with where someone that has a lot more fire energy in their chart is not going to have that disp um, likelihood. So it it's helpful. And my hope is that as people can see um, others in their charts and see their own aspects in their chart, in their own chart, that they um, can really kind of have an appreciation for, you know, just how great we are and how we, how complex we are too. And so how many different sides to one person there are and that you can't uh, just have, you know, nobody is is a, a, a single focus being. So anyway, it, get, it gives us a much fuller respect, I think, for everything we have going on within us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also kind of hands you or what you were saying earlier about that, the healer that you worked with of like, okay, here you go. Now it's on you to deal like, or you to take it or take up the needle and weave the threads of all of these things so that they can really work together, you know, for your highest good or for the highest good of the purpose that you're serving or for the relationship that you're showing up in. So I think that that's another you know, key, key part of this is, is, um, it's so, uh, I mean, it not only has the ability to open up your experience of how you experience yourself, um, but it also can just totally kind of knock loose a new, new worldview almost. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to this co-creative space that is going to to bloom and I think that um it's going to be very intimate also so that's that um like that sense of safety and that sense of, of of being able to be vulnerable and being able to like talk about these things in both their sort of challenging aspect and as well as their um, state of empowerment will be something that will be more approachable because the class you're wanting to keep the class size small. So I think that that's something else that's going to be really, really helpful. And especially for people who are kind of just maybe dipping in their toes and are just starting to ask these initial questions, it'll be like a really safe learning container to, to be in and be able to ask what you're curious about and, and have those answers given to you without feeling afraid. Right, yeah, well, that is my intention. Yeah, absolutely. So with that said, um, I think we're in a beautiful place. I think um, you've shared so much of, of what you do and who you are and the wisdom that you embody and that you disseminate daily. Um, and I so appreciate you being here. And I so appreciate what you're doing in the world and what you're doing with me and with the school. Um, so thank you so much for everything. Oh, well, you are quite welcome. Thank you for having me on and 
it time flew by. So I really enjoyed just being able to discuss a lot of this. And um, yeah, I hope I hope people get something out of hope people get something out of it. And I really enjoyed uh, being able to just talk on a lot of different things with you. So thanks for giving me the space to do that. And I hope that if people are interested in taking the astrology class that they go to your website and they check out the, where is it? It's going to be on the uh, university page. Yeah. So it's original medicine healing school. Um, it's under group programs. I'm going to link it out in the show notes. I'm going to put Carrie's information in the show notes. So if you're curious about her, you can find her. Um, and yeah, it'll all be accessible like always in the show notes for all of our people who are hanging out with us. Great. Well, I'm looking forward to it and I, I hope that, um, we'll have a great turnout and maybe we have so much, we have to schedule a second class or another, another group so we can keep the classes small, but also, you know, be there for as many people as want to come and experience it. So. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Okay, welcome to the outro of this week's blessed, beautiful guest episode. I hope you had such an informative, wonderful time hanging out with me and with Carrie. I've said this before and I'm going to keep saying it. I really hope that these guest episodes are like spaces where you can just energetically feel like you're sitting in the room with us, like we're all sharing some tea and we're just free riffing on things that we love and things that are important to us. And and honestly, that's what I really hope for the solo episodes as well, that you kind of feel like we're just sitting across from each other. You know, maybe there's like a fire in the hearth and we're just like hanging out and riffing on the wisdom that the wise one within is feeding us, you know? And that's really, really such a driving intention uh, of this whole show is just to feel like you have a place to have a, a larger conversation with someone who wants to have that conversation with you. So yeah, said that before, going to keep saying it. I hope it's coming through that way. And I hope you had a wonderful time with us. Oh, so amazing. So beautiful. Like I said in the intro, Carrie's back next week. So do come back and join again. Um, delighted to have you. And if you do feel excited about what's on offer as far as learning astrology, please come and check out our class. We have um, a couple options for joining our program. The first one is you can book the entire um, five class series. It's a bi-weekly program um, meeting on Sundays. And um, if you do buy the full class, the full course, you will get a free sixth session, which will be a live Q&A with Carrie. Um, so you can ask her all the questions that you might have or want to know or go deeper on. She's totally here for that and she'll be able to answer that. So that's part of our bonus material for those people who really want to show up and learn deeply um, with us along this journey. 
Um, that said, I, there is also the option to book a one-off so you can pick and choose which aspects or which, um, areas you want to join for, and you can just book those each separately if you want. That's totally okay. You don't get the bonus that way, but you'll still get the wonderful blessing of being in a, in a shared learning space with some people who are kindred spirits and who really want to learn this as well. And with, a very wise sacred woman. So um, yeah, so I definitely would encourage it. Um, also, there are going to be handouts and supplementary supplementary materials included. And since these are live classes, um, please do your best to attend if you're coming. However, we understand if you have to miss, especially if you're in it for the long haul, and they will be recorded and accessible via Zoom. So um, don't let any of these barriers stand in your way. There are no barriers. That's an illusion. It's here for you. Go for it. <laughs> we want you here. So, um, yes, this is one of many beautiful programs in Original Medicine Healing School. Um, lots of different teachers that are going to come through here and teach their wisdom. Um, so, Yes, stay tuned, sign up for my email list. Maybe this isn't your program, but there might be a program coming up that you're interested in. Um, so definitely drop your email to to find out if to find out if there is something that's gonna pick your interest. But um I can only say that I cannot wait to get into this with her. I will be moderating the class, so I'll be there. I'm not teaching. I'm just there for logistical aid <laughs> and help and for answering technical questions and things like this and making sure everybody has what they need. So um, yeah, okay. So that's what I wanted to say about all of this. I hope you guys have a blessed, beautiful, wonderful week whenever you're finding this. Um, I hope you feel um, supported by, by this beautiful universe that we are all dancing in and sharing energy in. So that is my blessing for you and I will see you back here next week. So much love to you for now and always. Bye.